Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Look at this lion. He's the king of the jungle. Huge mane out here. He's so big. He's so hot. Now, the little lion comes, they start messing with him. Biting his tail, biting his ears. He doesn't do anything. The lioness, she starts messing with him, coming over, making trouble. Still, nothing. Now, the other animals, they notice this. And they start to move in. The jackals, hyenas, they're barking at him, laughing at him. They nip his toes and eat the food that's in his domain. They do this, and they get closer and closer and bolder and bolder, till one day, that lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody, runs like the wind, eats everything in his path. Because every once in a while, the lion has to show the jackals who he is. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're in the world. My name is Josh. That is Vince Tagliavia. This is the sorry, Vince Tagliavia. That is the this is the Red Pill Project Daily Dose. This is it, guys. This is what we've all been waiting for. It doesn't look like we have D Live Chat hooked up. That's because we're running it through a uh, a secondary channel to get it going. It hasn't worked all day. I apologize by that. Uh, so I don't have D Live Chat on my restream trap, but Vince is monitoring the D Live chats. And the pill chat, so please feel free to do all that there. And this is the Red Pill Project Daily Dose. We are live with you guys Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And a conspiracy, it is. I mean, damn, Vince. I, I will tell you, I don't want to be right about any of this. But what the fudge, man? It's unfolding, man. You're muted. Yeah. I can't hear you. Testing, testing. I, I don't know. I'm good on my end. Oh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I turned your volume down on uh, my board. Hey, yeah, man. You've been right <laughs> too many times for uh, the things we talk about. But I think it uh, seems this global conspiracy and how it's all going down is you're pretty spot on. And uh, it's unfolding quicker and quicker and quicker and escalating. Mm -hmm. So it's that it, point at which uh, people are going to start swooping in for complete control. You know where I think we're at? Hmm. We're, we're like, after November 8th, we're going to be like, can anybody hear that? Yeah. Why can I hear it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to be at. I, I don't know, man. It, it's. Um... Oh, it didn't go through the stream, but. Oh, it's because I had it down. So in, in after November 8th, this is where we're all going to be at. Oh, shoot. Nope. Is that going through the stream? I don't know if it's working. Eh, it should work. There's no reason why I shouldn't. Oh, no one looks like this. I'm sorry, guys. I was playing Fortunate Son, but that's where we're all going to be at. So 
my technology's all messed up. I'm I'm getting ready to move and do a whole bunch of stuff, so I'm, things are all over the place. My bad. I apologize. It's because I swapped. I, I have to add another audio channel onto OBS in order to get that now. Oh, okay. So just we know. Because I fixed that other one. Remember how I told you, like, it went, I fixed it, went back to normal because I was tired of switching back and forth between you and the audio. So I just switched it back so where we just have to be quiet when something's playing. That's okay. But listen. <sighs> Donald Trump just posted that video on his true social. I don't know if anybody knew that. So this guy right About the lion right there. Donald Trump just posted this on his true social. Okay. Ooh, if this... Wow. If this isn't an indicator, something big is about to drop. Something massive. I've just been imagining Trump the last week being like, all right, just all beaten up and bloody and saying, okay, it's my done. move, my turn. <laughs> I think that's what this video was. I think this yeah. video right here was my turn. And tomorrow is important because... Tomorrow is the beginning of the Igor Dashenko trial. We know John Durham's got some special things up his sleeves. And what I hope John Durham does, and I want everybody, listen, we, we've all been waiting for this specific trial, okay? Because this enters into evidence, the dossier. All right? Hmm. Now, this is what I want you to understand. Everybody out there. Christopher Seale... Christopher Steele was hired by Hillary Clinton, the DNC, former MI6 agent, to put together dirt on Donald Trump. One of the informants he used was a guy by the name of Igor Dyshenko, who claimed to be a Russian spy, but no, was a confidential informant for the FBI working in Washington, D.C., who basically made up a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Okay. Dyshenko's trial starts tomorrow. John Durham mm. supposedly has sealed subpoenas that are going to be released. Okay. But also, jury selection starts tomorrow. But also, we have the ability to enter evidence. Now, I want everybody to think about this for a minute. When Donald Trump talked about what they took specifically from Mar-a-Lago, okay, Cash Patel said this back in August. Most likely, what they were looking for was the Crossfire Hurricane Binder. We've had multiple indications of this. Cash Patel said on October, what was it, October, I want to say 10th, it wasn't 10th. On October 6th, 2020, Donald Trump declassified these documents. That goes to a Q post on that same date. We showed this mm -hmm. last week. Okay, what were those documents? Everything pertaining to Crossfire Hurricane and Hillary Clinton's emails. And December 20th, he did it again and declassified more. This is known as the Crossfire Hurricane Binder. Okay, this is the FBI's scam to go after Donald Trump with falsified information, which they presented to the FISA court, goes all the way up to Barack Obama. Okay, Donald Trump released this information or declassified this information, but the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago because they wanted to retrieve it and say it was classified. Most likely they put it as like DNI information, National Security Department of Defense information, and that's kind of why they're saying it's still classified or whatever, because we know Donald Trump publicly and legally declassified this. Okay. What if John Durham enters the declassified documents of the Crossfire Hurricane Binder in evidence? How do you enter evidence into court legally? 
here's the thing. This information is declassified, which means that John Durham can publicly enter it into the court documents. Making it available to everybody. Making it available to everybody. And then it doesn't come from Donald Trump. It comes legally from John Durham. I think I'm right on this. Okay, listen. We've been waiting for this D-class. <laughs> this is a good thing to be right on, though. Right. Oh, yeah, this is a good I thing. I give you that. <laughs> we've been waiting for this D-class. Yeah. We've been waiting for this. We, we've been hearing speculation from Cash. Oh, don't worry. Durham's got some shit up his sleeve. Okay? He, Cash has been saying this. Trump has been saying this. They've been hinting at D-class through True Social, through their, through his rallies, everything. But see, Donald Trump can't just come out and put it out there. There's no legitimacy if Donald Trump releases the Crossfire Hurricane Bible. Right? I mean, yeah, it yeah. goes on the true social and it gets released. They could they could they could uh suppress it and say it's bullshit. There, there you go. But if John Durham does it in a court in a court of law. I I want to check something. You can't just lie about that in court otherwise you face the consequences. Mm-hmm. So that's a big deal. Hmm. And so here we are right here. The hunt is on. Hunters become the hunted. This is Red October. This was on February 10th, 2020, post 3850. Did Mueller open the door to Ukraine? Did Mueller open the door to FISA illegal? How do you enter evidence legally? Did impeachment provide a platform to discuss findings in Ukraine? How do you enter evidence legally? Did impeachment harm or help POTUS publicly? How do you introduce Dems' high crimes and corruption to the public? Why didn't POTUS remove Hussein handovers from the NSC? Do you really believe that POTUS and team trusted Hussein handovers to remain within the admin and work to enact POTUS agenda without bias or confrontation? How do you awaken the induced coma public fake news control from their long sleep, sometimes allowing your enemies to openly attack logical thinking? Hmm. Now think about this. This is the context I want to talk to you about. We're in Red October. It's obviously Red October for the stock market. It's obviously Red October for the prelude to war with Ukraine and Russia and then a proxy between the United States. But specifically, did Mueller open the door to Ukraine? Think about it. What did the Mueller team investigate? So... The Mueller team investigated Trump's collusion with Russia, Russia, Russia. Okay? Now, what came out of that? This is the Burisma, Hunter Biden. This is Joe Biden's quid pro quo. This mm -hmm. is the, the private server that was at Burisma, specifically CrowdStrike. We had all this stuff discussed during Mueller. Okay? So, what I want you to understand about that is Mueller brought this, this all was presented to Mueller, okay, in a court, into a legal investigation, which means that that is free reign for another investigator mm -hmm. to go in and reutilize that when looking at why that was. So, okay, okay. Mueller investigated the, the Trump collusion in the 2016 election, right? Yeah. Which right. Mueller only That's... investigated that because of Crossfire or Hurricane, because uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, McCabe, Rosenstein, Obama, Brennan, and all that lied to the FISA court to get warrants to spy on the Trump campaign pre-election. They created a fake dossier, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is when Congress went and initiated Mueller to go out there. Barack Obama had Mueller go and investigate Trump. 
The Mueller investigation was basically the evidence that Trump colluded with Russia, which was all fabricated in a lie in what John Durham's actually investigating. So I ask you again, how do you enter evidence legally? Now, we have to look back at this. Did Mueller open the door to Ukraine? Ukraine money laundering. We have uh, massive trafficking. We have basically the hub for election fraud that was going on in the 2016 election because this was close, close proximity in, um, in geographical location to Russia. Okay. Did Mueller open the door to FISA illegal? Yes, he did. Mueller was presented, Mueller presented to his grand jury the evidence of the FISA warrants against Carter Page, against Flynn, all these guys, which these warrants were brought about illegally through the FISA court, through the lies of the fake dossier, Paul Manafort, mm -hmm. all this. He even arrested Paul Manafort on a lie from who? Igor Dushenko. So, this is this post is probably the most important one coming into the Durham trial. Okay, did Mueller open the door to Ukraine? Yes. Did Mueller open the door to FISA illegal? Yes, he did. He presented the evidence specifically from the FISA court, the dossier, all this stuff. How do you introduce evidence legally? There it is, right there. Now it is in the system. Durham can go back and retract and get all of this. Okay. Oh. Did impeachment provide a platform to discuss findings of Ukraine? Yes, we know it did. How do you introduce evidence legally? Did impeachment harm or help POTUS publicly? It helped him. It showed the corruption. Okay. How do you introduce Dems high crimes and corruption to the public? They had the whole impeachment, Mueller impeachment scandal, which now if Durham comes out and shows that these FISA warrants that these FISA warrants that were approved by the head of the FBI, by people like the, in, the intelligence agencies were involved in this. If, they, yeah. if he shows conclusively, and this is the Crossfire Hurricane Binder, okay? You have to understand, that's exactly what the Crossfire Hurricane Binder does, is it proves conclusively that the FBI colluded in treason against Donald Trump, okay? Yeah. And so he has the ability to go back and use all this evidence and present his evidence to the case. And that's the declassified documents from the crossfire hurricane. And, and so think about this. How do you introduce Dems high crimes, corruption to the public? It's right there. It's because of the Mueller investigation that they did that in the first place. It shows their level of corruption. They tried to do a coup d'etat and overthrow a duly elected president of the United States. Why didn't POTUS remove host, um, Barack Hussein uh, Obama's holdovers from the National Security Council? Never interfere with your enemy when they're in the process of destroying themselves. Okay, which means that I would understand. You got to remember, Durham came in when October twenty eighth, two thousand seventeen, the same day as the, the big number seventeen stuff. Okay, yeah. So, Durham investigation or the Mueller investigation was going on during this, and so Durham comes in. What does Durham have the ability to do? What FISA warrants? Yeah, NSC holdovers. Just saying, Durham knows everything. This is why he's the Punisher. This is why he's 23 in pain. Okay? Do you really believe that POTUS and team trusted Obama holdovers to remain within the administration to work to enact POTUS's agenda without bias or confrontation? No, absolutely not. But see, this is what we knew about the Trump administration in the White House, about the staff, mm -hmm. is that, and this is, this is a perspective from a, quite a few years ago that everybody has to be reminded of, is that there is multiple different posts about leaks and how do you catch a leaker. And the way that you do this, and Vindum, Vindum uh, Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel Vindum is one of them, mm. okay? 
is you go out there and you tell five people you suspect of being leakers, five different lies, right? Yeah. And you wait for the mainstream media to report on one of those five lies. Now you know who the leaker is. Yep. And this is what the Trump administration did over and over and over again. Okay. So how do you awaken the induced coma public, fake news control, from their long sleep, sometimes allowing your enemies to openly attack Mar-a-Lago? Hmm. They're going in for the Crossfire Hurricane Binder. Now, if Durham presents the Crossfire, crossfire Hurricane Binder, as well as basically referring back to the Mueller investigation and everything that was presented there, it's game over. They're cor- I mean, here's the thing is the media cannot ignore Durham if he presents this level of evidence. I mean, think about the haystorm, okay? Mueller enters into evidence the documents that the FBI seized from Mar-a-Lago, claiming they are declassified with the show of paperwork that they are. Okay. Okay? Yeah, they can't. The media can't that. ignore that. Okay? So when the public sees this, that hey, a special prosecutor, a, a former registered Democrat, okay, prosecutor, who's been working on this for a long time, has had these documents, and he has the paper trail that these documents are declassified by Donald Trump multiple times. And he just entered them into evidence. And when the judge accepts them into evidence, the legitimacy is right there. And there's your D-class. Memes ready. Eyes on. I'm telling you. I, I think there's a possibility on that. Um, I wonder what he could get from the prior case. Well, we would have to go back and we would have to go back and review this because I, I mean, it was a long case, man. It was a long case, but here's the thing is they provided all the evidence that they had that Trump committed collusion with Russia. Russia. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Never indicted. Grand jury said no. The evidence was inconsequential. The evidence was shown to be in the Mueller investigation, right? Falsified. The Steele dossier was falsified. This was the, the primary grounds upon the Mueller investigation, upon the impeachment, upon everything. Okay. Yeah, so they just need to show who was complicit in that. There you go. And that's the Crossfire Hurricane Binder, which shows all of this. Hmm. So fireworks begin tomorrow with the Igor Deschenko trial. We could be seeing some pretty big frigging booms. Now, I want to go over and see. I'm going to pull this over here. Because um, that, that post right there, that's post 3850 for anybody who's wondering. Um, we don't have any posts specifically for today. But we do have some anniversary posts for tomorrow. Um, let's go ahead and look at these. Thank you to our Justice Department and federal law enforcement agencies for protecting our governors and all the rest of the people without regard to politics. Do you trust the sources? Rod Rosenstein, do you believe the election will be successfully rigged or avoid accountability? What do they have on you, Dark Secrets? And this is blackmail. Uh, the picture's not loading for some reason. Um, stage being set, North Korea missiles, missile unveils, monster new intercontinental ballistic missile. This is interesting. So this is a Reuters article, okay, from October 9th, 2020. And yes. it's talking about 
North Korea unveiled previously unseen intercontinental ballistic missile. What has North Korea been doing lately? Missile, 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 missile. That's right. Uh, Under, underwater silos and everything. Then we have 4848. Sometimes public awareness of certain events prevents occurrence. Sometimes public awareness of certain events forces accountability. That's kind of what we have right now in the prelude to war, right? And this one, this is the interesting one. This is tomorrow. June 24th, 2020, but this is reposted for tomorrow, 88, 4849. Okay. You ready for this one? Yeah. Because this is what I just said. What happens when this information starts coming out through the, the Durham uh, trial or through maybe maybe through True Social? Okay. You have been selected to help serve your country. Never retreat from the battlefield, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Use other port platforms as a form of decentralized command and control. Organize and connect bridge through LinkedIn. Source memes material from battlefield and or garage. Highlight and share. Take and drop. Mission one, dispute. Reject propaganda push through posting of research and facts. Mission two, support role of other digital soldiers. One falls, another stands and rises. Mission three, guide, awaken others through use of facts. D-class, one through 99 materials and other relevant facts and means. Decouple MSDNC, control of the stream. Ask counter questions to initiate thought. First, repeat echo of MSDNC propaganda. Mission four, learn to use a camouflage digitally. Primary account suspended, terminated, use secondary. Mission five, identify strengths and weaknesses, personnel and designated targets, Twitter and Facebook. Other example, mean failure to read through use of algo, think Tron MCP master control program. We talked about this This is the NSA DARPA special program that can read memes and pictures. Dependence on person to person captures, slow response time, um, unidentified users, game theory, information warfare. Welcome to the digital battlefield. Together we win. Now that comes on the anniversary, okay, or on the date of the start of the Deschenko trial, when John Durham is going over the Deschenko, who is the source of the Steele dossier, who lied to the FBI, was a confidential informant for the FBI, providing false information. We could be walking into a big week. We we could be walking in to potentially one of the biggest weeks um, we've seen in a long time, long. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm very optimistic on what can happen. Because here's the thing. The alternative scenario of what we're seeing doesn't look really good. <laughs> no, and it's escalating very quickly. Right. Well, and for those out there who are maybe new to the show or watching, because we're streaming, by the way, for those out there who don't know, we are back on Twitter. Like I said, the digital battlefield, I had a one backup account that was kind of like suspended. It got unsuspended. Uh, we are back on Twitter. It's Red Pill the World at Red Pill the World on Twitter. Vince will put that link out there. We're at a measly 124 followers. So if you guys can go out there and hit that follow button, if you are on Twitter, please do that. If you're watching live right now on Twitter, which I, I think we should be live on Twitter, should be. Yes, we are. Retweet that. Now look at that. We're live on Twitter right there. Play, prelude the War. And so please go ahead and give that a follow. Go ahead and give that a share. Get this information out there as much as humanly possible. Okay, so we are on back on Twitter. We're also streaming on LinkedIn, but don't tell anybody. Um, hopefully, LinkedIn don't hate us like they did last time. But I think uh, people over there. We got a few. Well, that's cool. If we got a few people, I mean, these people know me. I mean, they, <laughs> some of them are like personal friends, but that's okay. You know, if you're new here, please understand. Yeah, I I lean conservative. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. 
But we're all human beings and we're all Americans. We all care about our country. We all care about the state of the world. We all care about humanity, our neighbors. We care about the health. We care about the wealth and the freedom in this country. Nobody wants to see this country sink or fall. Nobody wants to see World War III. Nobody wants to see another pandemic. Nobody wants to see political corruption. Okay? That's one thing I think we can all agree on, on all the various different political spectrums. Okay? And if you are in one of those political spectrums and you want to see all that shit, then, then you know what? You're entitled to your belief. And that's great. But we probably won't get along. But moving this, okay, moving this forward in for everybody to get a perspective, there are certain things happening in this world right now. And, and we we provide you the sources. We can show you everything. I mean, I don't just sit here and go like, okay, I think this is what's happening. You know, the, the reptiles are coming in and they're, they're, they're launching from the moon and, and they're trying to terraform the earth. I, I have said that, but not the reptiles. <laughs> I, I, but I say, speculation here, what if? Speculation okay. time is different than uh Yeah, speculation time coverage. is different than kind of like maybe um that's that one article we just showed. Maybe then Oh, welcome back Federal Global Reserve. Financial Collapse, right? Like Kathy Woods, who Dr. Kathy Woods, PhD dual PhD economist. Arc Invest Kathy Woods predicts inflation will see major downside surprises in the coming months. Expecting inflation to cool off in the 3 or 2% handle, Kathy Wood argues the Fed could pivot policy to 25 to 50 basis points after September meeting. Okay, this is good news, and here's the thing. I really like Kathy Woods. Okay? Yeah. So, for those who don't know, Kathy Woods was Trump's nominee to the Board of Governors at the Federal Reserve. She okay. is a gold standard woman. She wants America to return back to the gold standard. Now, I might as well just bring that stuff in here right now. How about that? Give me a second. I got to find it real quick. There it is. HR. Is that one? This one. Okay. The first one we'll bring in is this is from Zero Hedge. CBDCs, SDRs, and remonetization of gold. Here's what happens next. CBDC, central bank digital currencies. Even the central bankers running the system can see that the current monetary system is on the way out. That's why they are preparing for what comes next as they attempt to reset, the great reset, the system. It's important to emphasize that nobody knows what the next international monetary system will look, look like, not even the elites. However, they do know what they want it to look like and are working hard to shape it. Now, people are like, oh my God, he said elites, he's a conspiracy theorist. Nouvelle Noah Harari, who is a doctor in history, who is the assistant, the second in charge of the World Economic Forum to Klaus Schwab. You go listen to any of his speeches. He calls, we ourselves the elites. Okay? Yeah. So the when I say that the elites, I'm talking about these people. The, the self-proclaimed self elites. That's right. The self-proclaimed yeah. elites. Okay, plan A, 100%. CBDCs and SDRs. A new international monetary system that central bankers would prefer involves central bank digital currencies and international money fund, monetary funds, special drawing rights, replacing the U.S. dollar as the world's new reserve currency. Um, SDRs are interesting. So basically, this is where they, they basically bring in a bucket of various different assets, a diversified bucket of assets, and they utilize that as a peg for uh, a, a stable dollar. Okay? 
So it, yeah. it's actually it's actually a really good model, but they they right now they do it with a bucket of currency, which is not a good model. They do it with a bucket of fiat currency. Now there's a Peter Thiel company out there, okay, the cryptocurrency company that is chairman is Peter Thiel. He was a, a, an advisor for Trump on the mm-hmm. the SES, okay. PayPal Mafia, and, and, yep, Palantir. It, that's right. Elon Musk, buddy. He has a, uh, a crypto out there called Reserve, RSR or RSV. RSV is their stable coin. Their stable coin utilizes the SDR model. So what they do is they go acquire various diversified bucket of assets. Those assets basically stabilize their, their, their dollar, which is pegged at one, okay? And let's say that it begins to go up. Well, they sell off assets. They go, begin to go down. They buy assets. And so they stabilize, stabilize it by the buying and selling of various different assets. And that's what the IMF would do with this I, uh, IDR type of, uh, hmm. of system. But right now they're doing it with fiat currency. So it's exchanging. Dollar, and it doesn't really work really well because we're talking about fiat fake currency. Okay. But anyways, that's if you're into cryptocurrency, I teach a crypto mastermind and you can learn all that stuff. If you're interested, message me on socialredpill.com. We can get you guys set up. Okay. So, however, it's doubtful that CBDCs can save otherwise fundamentally unsound currencies. He says, as I believe all fiat currencies are. Paper fiat currency is not viable as money. CBDCs are even less viable as they enable the government to engage in even more currency debasement. He's absolutely 100% right. And see, this is the difference in cryptocurrencies when you talk about decentralized versus centralized. Centralized cryptocurrencies, which CBDCs would be, do not have the base support of the network. And you got to understand is there's an energy expenditure aspect that goes into this in the mm-hmm. sense that brings a cryptocurrency its value. And that energy expenditure comes in about through its network. That network can e- be decentralized, but it can either be a, a, um, a proof of work or a proof of stake network, depending. Okay. But understand this, that the people utilizing, bringing the utility to it, the people out there supporting it with servers or laptops or whatever it might be, these are the people at the heart of it. And even the people making the transactions are at the heart of it. Okay. So you have this kind of like redefined base in a decentralized cryptocurrency that basically structures that currency to have power. Because if it start, if they start debasing it or they start inflating it or any of these things, the people leave the network and it dies. And so there's an incentive to keep people happy within the network as well as the people own the network, which means that they get the vote on how the currency is managed. On a centralized cryptocurrency, that all goes out the fucking window. A centralized cryptocurrency is nothing more than a digital fiat currency. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when they talk CBDCs, they're talking about a centralized digital currency that's nothing more than a reprinting of fiat currency in digital terms, basically the digital dollar you have now with actually no ability to get paper dollars. That's what that is. All right. Yeah, easy to use that to for all the new world order needs. Yep. And so he goes in there and he talks about SDRs, how basically this has failed because it's based upon the accumulation of fiat currencies. But if you did an SDR based upon a diversified uh, portfolio of various investments, businesses, corporations, properties, gold, silver, commodities, commodical trade, these types of things, this is a way better model. Then he says the remonetization of gold. Okay. Central banks and governments are the largest holders of gold in the world. They own over 1.1 billion troy ounces of gold out of the 6.6 billion that exist around. This is enormous stash of gold acts as a fail-safe option. Governments have had it in their back pocket as a plan B in case of monetary emergency and they need to restore confidence. This is what Russia did at the beginning when the United States and the Western nations issued sanctions on Russia. Russia went, 
uh, we just backed our currency off of gold. And everybody wanted to do business with Russia now and take the ruble because it's backed yeah. on gold. And it's a stronger currency now. Okay. So there's a there's a good sign that this is happening. Well, guess what? We got actually a really good sign. This like I don't know how this news flows any better than it is today. Look at this. HR 9157 to define the dollar as fixed weight of gold and for other purposes. Right there. Uh, Representative Alexander Mooney of West Virginia, Republican, in the House Financial Services Committee, has introduced this bill. Now, I, I think that this bill is a little premature, hmm. right? But I think that with the introduction of this bill, this is showing where the Republicans want to go with House majority. Okay. And so this is a clear, and I've, I've said this, is if they're going to implement a, uh, a 12 Federal Reserve Bank or centralized bank, CBDC, they have to peg it to gold. They, they just have to. It's the only way to stop the debasement that could potentially come through radicalized government spending. Hmm. And here's the thing. This is apolitical. Right? We're, we're not talking politics here. We're not talking about Republican and Democrat, okay? We understand, you know, Joe Biden just yesterday came out on his Twitter, <clears throat> okay? And I'm going to criticize the president. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't even think he's fucking president. But I'm going to criticize him. He came out and said, this year alone, we're going to decrease the national deficit by $1 trillion. That's not including the $250 billion that we've already removed off of it. Okay. <laughs> deficit versus national debt. Okay, we have amount spent versus amount brought in, revenue versus outgo, or outgo versus revenue. Usually, it's the other way around. Okay, this equals deficit. How much are we spending versus how much we're bringing in? That's deficit. So he said we're going to reduce that by one trillion dollars this okay. year, dude. They've spent six point eight trillion dollars this year. <laughs> The more than any administration in the history of mankind. And he's out there saying, we're going to reduce the national deficit by $1 trillion. Why? Because they have a projected budget, fiscal year budget. And if they meet under that, they get to say that we're going to reduce the federal deficit by $1 trillion. The national debt just hit $31 trillion, the highest it's ever been in the history of this country. We have inflation. I don't care if you're liberal Democrat. I'm going to keep on saying that. Inflation at a 50-year high. Go to the gas station. Well, you know, I get my Costco points, so it's like 10 cents off. I don't care. Under Donald Trump, I was paying $1.46 a gallon in Colorado. I think the highest it was was like $1.92. I'm paying $3.15 here. That's a big difference, right? Reason is, is because we had energy independence, which was ended abruptly on January 22nd, 2020. 21, when Joe Biden swung his pen and ended all of the lease and the exploration. People can argue with me. Go look it up for yourself. Truth. Right? So, we don't need to be dependent on foreign oil. We got it all right here. Well, we shouldn't kill the earth. I get that. I agree we shouldn't kill the earth. So, get out there. Start engineering some cool, clean energy stuff. Because green energy is not. It's probably one of the most harmful things that you can do to this planet is the mining of the rare earth minerals, the metals, and all the materials that go into solar panels and lithium-ion batteries. To make one lithium-ion battery, 500 cubic tons of dirt must be moved. And this is primarily moved by people in third world countries who are utilizing children and slave labor to do it. The majority 
90% of the solar panels in the United States on top of houses right now came from China. Those raw materials were, were mined by slave labor, the Uyghurs. Okay? And I can argue this shit all day long. We can spit facts as much as people want. Argue with me as much as you want. Doesn't matter. It doesn't change the fact that this shit happened. Okay? And, and so, we have a crisis in this country with our economic systems. And the reason we do is not because capitalism is a failure. It's actually the opposite. The manipulation of capitalism by regulators is a failure. The corruption of regulators into capitalism is a failure. I, I, I'm an old Ron Paul guy. Remove the federal government from the economy. Period. Done. Very little oversight. Get rid of the Federal Reserve. Go back to the gold standard. Let the economy regulate itself just like a supply and demand market economy should. Period. Absolutely. Done. End of question. That's a simple simple way to do it. <clears throat> Hopefully we get to that point. Then yeah. we might. Somebody shared um, a Washington Examiner article with me. It says, Mueller prosecutor says Trump gave DOJ damning evidence at MAGA rally. Oh yeah, supporting your. Uh, he gave DOJ uh, at the what's MAGA rally. I put the link in the chat. Oh man, I'm gonna have to grab it. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, announce Battle of the Streams, and I'll go ahead and grab that link. You can go ahead and do the announcements there. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and grab. Yeah, don't mind that if I link. do. Yep. Uh, thank you. Okay, Battle of the Streams. You guys could donate uh, during the live show. Pilled Rumble D Live is where we uh, check check those. Uh, thank you all for participating. Uh, Patriotic Pisces with two diamonds there. Let's see. We've got Ed Reed is celebrating five months sub streak. Thank you, Ed. Left Maryland, two bucks. Millie and Vindeman eat poop, you clowns. I don't recall 22 donated a lemon. Thank you very much. Allie D with three ice cream. Thank you, Allie. Good to see you. Uh, Left Maryland with another dollar. Tomorrow's going to be a nail biter. Yeah, I think so. I wonder how quickly this is all going to commence, but tomorrow will be the start for sure. Oh. Black Jester, three lemons. Thank you. RPG donated two ice cream. Vader gifted the ship. Thank you so much, Vader. With a salute. Much love. And thank you, RPG. Uh, Daisy Chains gifted a cookie. Thank you, Daisy. Grismo with two lemon. Thank you so much, Grismo. Enlightened Science is celebrating a one-month substreak. Thank you, Enlightened Science. Uh, Still Bad 2 donated 100 gold pills. Thank you so much. Uh, Raja gifted cookies, a can. Uh, thank you so much, Raja. Or a cookie and a can. Still bad, too, with another cookie. Thank you. Daisy Chains with a cookie. Vader with four cookies. Wow, Vader, thank you. Thanks, um, and Patriotic Pisces, Jester, with your ice cream and lemons. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are we appreciate it greatly. Appreciate all the donations, guys. You guys help keep us alive. This is Alternative Media, the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. You can find us at, um, where the hell is it? Oh, redpills.tv. Dude, I do this all day long. Redpills.tv <laughs> is our URL where you can find and subscribe as well as find other ways to help supporters from affiliates to to whatnot. And uh, our, our Give, Send, Go campaign, redpills.tv slash go. And one of the best ways is to, is to share, like, comment all those types of things so much appreciated everybody out there and, and reading this article is Mueller prosecutor says Trump gave DOJ damning evidence at MAGA rally what he's talking about is the words that Donald Trump said 
Okay. He, and he's saying, I look at this with my former prosecutor's hat on and the reporting from Mike and Maggie Haberman and the speech that you talked about that he gave over the weekend are really damning evidence because the typical defense for somebody like Donald Trump is what a CEO argues, which is, I don't know the details. I don't have the knowledge or the intent to have violated the law. Wiseman said, meaning, I don't know what was at Mar-a-Lago. I didn't know the content of what was at Mar-a-Lago. And so I didn't have any intent to illegally take or retain these documents. That would be the CEO would probably argue, and it is typically what we see in CEO cases. And what he's trying to say is that if Donald Trump didn't know what's in those documents, how could he say he declassified them? Right? So Donald Trump basically said this weekend, I didn't know what was in there. I didn't, right? And Wiseman's just, they're just blowing smoke. They're trying to create a counter narrative. Okay. Now he didn't actually hand over anything to the DOJ. It's what he said that they're saying they can use against him. Um, I disagree with, uh, with Wiseman on this. I think this is, uh, I think, I think Trump's good. I think that everything, and we've seen this, we've seen that this was already declassified evidence. And, And for those who don't believe us, um, I think it was this day. Let me see here. Excuse me. Let me see if I can pull this up. Yep, this should be the post right there. 4815, right there. I have fully authorized a total declassification of any and all documents pertaining to the single greatest political crime in American history, the Russia hoax. Likewise, the Hillary Clinton email scandal. No redactions. Boom. Right there. October 6, 2021 at 5.41 p.m. So anybody wants to say that if any of these documents that are pertaining to the Russia-Russia hoax, which is Crossfire Hurricane, which is the Mueller investigation stuff, Okay, and Hillary Clinton email scandal. If he had any of these documents, and this is what the FBI is talking about, they were declassified. You're declassified on October 6, 2020, as well as December 20th, 2020. And then there was redactions on the documents from December 20th, 2020. And they submitted the redactions. FBI came back, made the redactions, and submitted it back to Donald Trump's uh, office on January 19th, the day before he left of which he reproved the redactions. It was all good to go from there. He declassified it at that point, sent it back to the uh, the DNI for distribution. And I almost said Obama's. Um, Biden's DNI came in the next day and held on to the documents. Never released them to the public, even though they are declassified. So that's kind of where we're sitting. At. And people can say, well, you know, he had top secret folders. Yeah, they were folders that were empty that said top secret of them. That said secret of them. Okay, there was over 48 folders that were labeled top secret that had nothing in them. By the way, within the White House, this is actually very common and normal that when a top secret, secret, no form document is declassified, they're not going to go put it in a new folder. Okay, and and so Donald Trump could have literally on January 19th, Went to all the documents in boxes sitting in front of him and said, declassify. It was it. <laughs> it's done. Okay. Literally, that's how the Presidential Records Act yes. works. Okay. And he doesn't have to read every single word to make that decision. That's right. And this has been Supreme Court validated. So, you know, all those, well, he had classified documents. Show me. What are they? Obviously, the, the judge in the trial, Deary, doesn't think so. The FBI or the uh, the special prosecutor won't even let the J- Judge Deary, a FISA court judge, look at him. <laughs> Why not? 
because they don't want to see what they are. Because once Deary sees them, who, by the way, was a FISA judge who approved Carter Page's warrant, who utilized a fake steel dossier to do that, which means mm -hmm. that Deary was lied to by the FBI. And he looks at these documents and sees, well, these are the documents that you guys presented to me and they're now declassified. And they show that the FBI lied. Deary's just going to release them to the public. That's why they showed I think Durham's going to bring it in. I think Durham, I think Durham is the key here. I'm telling you the Trump <laughs> card, we have to go proxy away from Donald Trump. Durham is that proxy. He's a special prosecutor. He has the authority of the president of the United States. Joe Biden has not interfered with him. So you got to remember the president in the terms of these special prosecutors is an arbitrary term, which means that it doesn't, it, Donald Trump, right? Just because Donald Trump initiated him, it doesn't end with Donald Trump. Now it goes to the authority of Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is not interfering with Durham. Think about that for a second. Hmm. Remember the remember the note Donald Trump left on Joe Biden's desk? Very generous oh, offer. The letter, right? I think it's still in play, man. I, I definitely think it's still in play. Going back to the economy, yeah. the most powerful buyers in the Treasury are all bailing at once. If, if you guys remember on this show, we talked about about a week ago, China had announced that they are about to dump all their U.S. treasuries back onto the market, about 50% of the holding in U.S. treasuries, which I believe is about 3% of U.S. treasury. That's, that's a significant, significant amount, about 50% of that 3%. Now we're seeing Japan and everybody else follow suit, which means that the dollar is going to go, okay? That's not a good thing pre-election. Um, everywhere you yeah. turn, the biggest players in the $23.7 trillion U.S. treasuries market are in retreat. And I was reading an article this morning, and they're like, hopefully somebody comes in and buys this stuff up. And I'm looking at Andrea. I'm like, are you buying it? I'm not buying it. Who the hell is going to buy this if China, Japan, all these other countries don't want it? And, you know, there's only there's one no one else. There's only one person on the bio. Who? The Federal Reserve. Okay. Well, that's useless. It's quantitative easy. Federal yeah. Reserve buy it. Who, who do you think has been buying up the debt in the first place? I I know, but that only lasts so long. That's right. That's the problem. <laughs> That's exactly the They're problem. Fun. Yeah, we're getting a new currency, we're, everybody. We're already there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, I can only laugh. This is terrifying. It, 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 okay. If you're like, man, this stuff is too complicated. I don't understand it. Good. Stay away from it. But let me just tell you, it's scary when you know what's happening. Okay? This is why you have like this. This is serious. J.P. Morgan's Jamie Dimon warns U.S. likely to dip into a recession in the next six to nine months. Now, he said, he says, my comments come at a time of growing concern about the prospect of an economic recession as the Federal Reserve and other major central banks raise interest rates and combat soaring inflation. He says, but you can't talk about the economy without talking about the stuff in the future. And this is serious stuff, he told Juliana Tattenbaum on Monday. J.P. Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon, said the U.S. economy was actually still doing very well. He's full of shit there. Um, at present, consumers were likely to be in a better shape compared to the 2008 global financial crisis when the world tips into recession. Now, you got to remember what Kathy Wood said, right? Yeah. She said that we could see this turnaround of inflation rates, 25 basis points, by January. And so this is a good, I mean, look, one thing we have to understand is in order to reset everything, you have to bring it down to the point of collapse or even collapse. We've all been waiting for a black swan global economic event. I think everybody on all political spectrums has. 
The thing is, is they already know what they're going to do. They're just waiting for the actual event to happen. Now, I believe that the event that's going to happen is going to occur, okay, within the equities markets. Big tech, big pharma, these types of stocks are all going to plummet. Yeah, like chips this morning. <laughs> yeah, globally, four hundred one k's will plummet, and you got to remember, J.P. Morgan, by the way, is the custodian of all the silver that BlackRock and all those guys own, and they've been hedging that market for a very long time and manipulating that market to keep it relatively low because J.P. Morgan's investments are in the technological manufacturing that uses industrial silver, and so they've manipulated that market for a very long time. Um, that can only happen for so long because you got to understand is as the market begins to tumble, people look for a hedge against that. That's traditionally been precious metals. And so we saw that about a week and a half ago when silver jumped up 10% and down today with silver down today. But I'm, I'm telling you, that's just a, a, a very, very temporary dip that happens with the market dynamic. And eventually that's going to begin skyrocketing. So I put this out there for everybody who's listening. That'll be the day, man. Kirk Elliott. If you oh, got yeah. your own silver dude and gold dude, great. Kirk Elliott. If you're not, Kirk Elliott. 401k rollovers, Kirk Elliott. IRAs, Kirk Elliott. Just buying silver bullion, Kirk Elliott. Try it yeah. out. Uh, that's why I buy my silver. Yeah. I used to get it through uh, SD bullion. Um, and uh, I get better prices with Kirk now. So it's just way easier. Like, you know, a few yeah, thousand a dollars team. here and there. Yeah, he's got a great team. And Nothing but great things. Sometimes you have to wait a little while because inventory is kind of getting low now. But you're going to wait that's, just as long on SD Bullion and all these other places. So That just goes to show you, yeah, everybody's been running out for the last yeah. two and a half years. It's right there, guys. GetGoldToday.com is the website or 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900. Check that out. Um, and, yeah, I'm bringing this up during when we're talking about the economy. Why? Because... I'd rather have you guys out there in a good position when this shit does happen. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I'm trying to, I'm, this is what I'm doing. We have to position ourselves in a place to prosper, not be victims and suffer. Yeah. You know, there's Dude, no got, reason to be a victim of all this. I got like 700 gallons of water, spring water at my house. You can make a lot of soup. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to try to sell it back to uh, El Dorado Springs because I'm, I'm, because I'm going to be moving and it's just way too much water to take. Dude, it's like uh, 50, 100. I got like probably 150 bottles of water, the five-gallon drums. Yeah. That's a lot. Damn. That's a lot. And, and dude, it takes up all my space. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, shit happens. I got 500 gallons outside in the hot tub. Uh, I got an older hot tub. 500 gallons in the hot tub. I got 500 gallons here. I got my straw. Good, right? But now I'm moving. I'm like, man, I can't take all this with me. I got to buy some more out there. But it's seven dollars per bottle when I sell it back to them, so I can just have them come pick it up. Have them bring one truck, pay me. <laughs> That's oh, cool. We'll see. I got to call them up tomorrow and see what's going on. Yeah, but you'll, if you have that much water, though, you'll be you'll be in paradise bathing. I, I want to take it with me, but we'll see. In a shit at the pan situation, though, you'll be the cleanest person in town. That's right. Be like, hey, you guys want a sip of water? Twenty dollars. Gold, well, plus, I think of the cleaning and the bathing and the cooking and all that stuff people don't think about that actually you use most water mm -hmm. on. That's why yeah. those handy wipes, those man wipes. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think it's any shock or surprise that things are happening in this world that are destabilizing what we can call infrastructure. 
social, cultural, um, energy, all these different levels of infrastructure, and then also our supply chain is being disrupted. And so this is why it's imperative to have these supplies on hand. I don't go to, I'm not going to play ads or anything like that, but my Patriot supply, if you're looking for that side of the house, redpills.tv slash Patriot, it's the only way that we can get credit for you guys going to my Patriot supply, redpills.tv slash Patriot. Pretty easy. If you guys want to do business with them, they're awesome. I absolutely love them. They're great. You, um, yep. Good. Hopefully, I never have to use my supply. That's all. That's all. That's I right. To say. <clears throat> so, yeah. Europe in deindustrialization spiral due to energy crisis warns Goldman Sachs. Now, now we're seeing the big financial institutions. BlackRock obviously is is in the shit right now because uh, Florida and Louisiana are pulling their pensions out of them. Other red states are probably going to follow. Now we're seeing Goldman Sachs coming out. Is we're in deindustrialization spiral. Now, why why is that word? specifically important when we say deindustrialization spiral uh it makes me think of the industrial revolution klaus and... schwab and the fourth industrial revolution oh he that... says in the book <laughs> that there's going to come a time where the industrial revolution comes to an end and infrastructure begins to crumble and we have to take up that like a rising phoenix from the ashes and start the fourth industrial revolution that's scary not an actual quote from his book but that's kind of like (laughs) so oh that was really (laughs) you like that right i kind of like did the i thought he possessed you it was the the mean nazi lady from indiana jones and uh (laughs) the uh uh, not the Temple of Doom. It was uh, the, the Holy Grail. Schwab. You remember, remember when? You remember when he stuff. goes into the the German building in France, and you have the German lady yelling at yeah. everybody. That, that's who that was. <laughs> yeah, um, dude, this is part of their playbook right here. Dude, this is exactly their playbook. It oh. is in order to implement the fourth industrial revolution, which brings in automation, transhumanism, which brings in this new global economy built upon the centralized digital infrastructure, blockchain, AI technology. And people can look, that's not crazy. That That's true. Go read Klaus Schwab's fourth industrial revolution. Go read the Agenda 2030 manifest for the United Nations for sustainable development. This is what they're talking about. Okay. And so what happens is, is the, po- the pre, sorry. The post-industrialized world, okay, post-industrialized world moves into the fourth industrial revolution where we rebuild the infrastructure in a more automized fashion that is more, um, you know, beautiful and better for the planet, that looks more after human rights and your time and, and you don't have to work and we have GDI and all these things, okay? But in order for that to happen, like I said before with the economy, is you have to bring shit down to the ground. You have to allow things to collapse and tumble. And now we're seeing this right here at specific words. I know this is news target, but deindustrialization. Banking behemoth Goldman Sachs is now warning that the European energy crisis will lead to deindustrialization of Europe. And this is our Europe. <coughs> damn. Europe is well on their way to the Great Reset. They are. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about this here in a minute with Ukraine and Russia and all this shit. Dude, I'm only like five articles in. I haven't even started. I got like 75% of my, my screen still to go. We only got a half an hour left. Shit. 
This has been a fun night, isn't it? I mean, everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's a good Monday. Everybody's Happy probably like, saw that email. They're like, oh, prelude to war, more doom and gloom. Josh, <laughs> I ain't watching. I don't want to be pressed tonight. And everybody out here is like, dude, this is awesome. I love this show. He's doing accents <laughs> and all types of shit. <sighs> okay. <laughs> that impression is gold. We should that write some stuff. That impression is gold. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Let's let's try to get into the news. <laughs> okay, I dude, I'm just I'm having a good day. I don't know. It's like, like I don't I, blame I've you, been, man. We I've got to. You got to. Up and down to. lately, you know. It's just a lot of stress. Yeah, it's rough out there, man. We got. Well, I met with my realtor today. Oh, okay. So, and like, she's just she's um, she's like kind of like a mother figure to me out here in Colorado, and she's just like stop and just don't worry we'll we'll get you taken care i'll take care of this i'll take care of this and she's going to take care of everything that i've been stressing about moving sucks but then dealing with it all the whole caboodle sucks yeah it is and i I don't want to sell my house but i i have really good positive equity right now and so you know like one of my buddies he's probably listening right now he's like dude don't sell don't sell just rent it out get grab the income and like dude i can't move and then do this right i can't do both it's like and you know the the projections for the real estate market in Colorado over the next five to ten years is maybe a five to eight percent growth, right? So I'll gain five to eight percent equity. Um, I didn't get out at market top, which was about about ten percent more than it is now, yeah. and so that means that I'd regain back that equity about eighty five percent in the next five to ten years. That's saying that Denver slows down and in the market cools, it could go up twenty thirty percent. I'm not I'm not going to lie. Um, but I mean, I have really good positive equity. So I'm like, ah, right now is the perfect time because if you get out now and I got this large capital and the market does do what we were expecting it to do, then I get to buy in at the bottom. Right? Yeah. Then, then you get to buy in at the bottom. You get to do all these things. You have money to become wealthy. I have money. Go right. buy, go buy a house, buy a lot, buy some lots too. If you can just fucking go all out when that's, when the getting's good. Well, you know, Trump changed the law. So it used to be if you lived in a house over two years, uh, which was considered long-term capital gain on your equity, you didn't have to pay taxes on it. Uh, It's still still like that. Nope, it's not. Trump changed it. What? Yep, Trump changed it. So you have to pay taxes on it no matter what. No. Yep. What? It's 24%. No, I don't think so, dude. Yep. Well, it wasn't it like thirty six percent or something like higher than twenty. It might have been, but I know uh, I know right now it, it it's back. And so what? the only way to mitigate that is to reinvest back in the real estate. And so Trump kind of wants people to get wealthy. So hey, right. look, if you just take that cash, you're gonna have to pay taxes. But if you put it back in the real estate, no taxes. Which isn't a bad idea. That's what that's what I'm saying is like, <laughs> yeah. market crashes. I okay. bought real estate. You know, so think about it now is if I didn't sell my house, I have, you know, a little bit of rental income coming from Colorado while I'm living out in Minnesota. If I take the equity out and the market collapses and the housing market drops 30, 40%, I can buy four houses and have four rental properties there. That's kind of what I'm looking at. So anyways, I know what I'm doing. I think Moscow stock exchange, Dolly, what's that? Vince, I'm sorry. Sorry, do it. Yeah, I keep on talking over you. I apologize. I'm just so excited. Uh, the Moscow Stock Exchange down nearly 12% at opening today. I wonder why. What happened in Moscow? Oh, I think 
<laughs> we'll talk about Prelude that. Prelude to war, dude. <laughs> That's right. We'll talk about that in a minute. We got 30 minutes left. I'm going to whip through these next few articles and we're going to jump into the Prelude to war. Spotify buys company to detect dangerous misinformation following already heavy censorship. Spotify said the new company would analyze potential harmful content in multiple languages in countries. All right, guys. Right now, uh, we love Spotify. We are on Spotify with our audio podcast. We really don't have a big, it's maybe 1% of our audio podcast following. So we got 55,000 subscribers on our audio podcast. Uh, Shout out to all of them, guys. You guys are absolutely awesome. If you're listening to this on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, Podbeam, wherever it is, please go ahead and give that like and that follow. Go ahead and comment. Let us know you're out there. Uh, We don't forget about you. You guys are some of our biggest audience out there. Absolutely amazing people. Appreciate your guys' support. But Spotify is obviously bringing in this. So we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Going to be optimistic about that one. Okay. But PayPal. This will stick it to the man. What's the, PayPal suffers painful financial consequences after misinformation policy error sparks outrage. So. PayPal sent out a new end-user agreement that prohibited users from the sending, posting, or publication of any messages, content, or materials that PayPal in sole discretion or harmful, obscene, harassing, or objectionable, or fraudulent promotion, misinformation, or are unlawful. Now, this is interesting because PayPal isn't a social media network. And see, what they're talking about is if your personal or business account is being utilized on any integration of a platform, website, social media, any of these things. And on those platforms, you're doing that, you're right to do it on those platforms, PayPal don't like that. They're going to find you $2,500. And they said this was an error. It wasn't a fucking error. They're just pissed off because we found out. So they retracted it all and said, oh, we're not doing that. We made a mistake. Yeah, you made a big mistake. And I hope like places like Give, Send, Go, I hope places like um, Cash App, skyrocket because of what they just did there. Yeah. Square, Square up, Cash App. I mean, I use Square up and Cash App. PayPal banned me freaking a year ago. Like Venmo and PayPal, we are not on Venmo. We're not on PayPal. We've got banished from there. So if you're sending money there, please don't. But we got banished from there. We could never go back. And it, you, you want to know what got, you know what got me suspended from PayPal? The truth. No, no, actually what? it wasn't. So we had a friend on the Red Pill Project social platform who yeah, uh, went to Barge Fest and got sick, ended up getting COVID, went into the hospital. They intubated him, gave him remdesivir, and he passed away. His name was David DeMarco. Um, loving friend, loving husband, an absolutely amazing human being. I just I fucking miss that guy, man. Um, used to see him all the time. He was completely active. Just awesome. And, Great guy. You know, we miss David. We did a fundraiser on PayPal for him. And uh, the fundraiser, we raised like $1,000, I think. And uh, someone was um, running a credit card scam on our fundraiser. So they'd go in there and they'd do a dollar, 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 which is a pre-authorization on stolen credit cards, okay? And then they'd take those credit cards out there and do fraud. Well, I noticed it and I went to PayPal and I said, hey, this isn't right. What's going on here, Okay. And there's technical support came back. Oh, you got a, there's a credit card, card card scam going on. I'm like, look, I'm just running this fundraiser for a friend who passed away. Um, you know, we're a business. This is what we do. And she goes, no problem. This happens all the time. 
And she declined them, reversed them. And I said, do I need to cancel the promotion? She goes, no, no, you're fine. I said, okay, cool. So a week later, it starts again. And I contact them and I say, hey, this is happening again. And the new person comes in and says, okay, we're going to open an investigation. Uh, the next day, my, my PayPal account, account is completely canceled. I'm locked out. They send me a letter saying I'm never allowed to return back. And they blame me for the fraud. They said, I was the one doing the pre-authorization. I said, what are you talking about? Why would I contact you if I was doing that? And so I had to submit a whole inquiry to them. We got the funds released. We, we gave that to David's wife. And they told me they never want me back. I'm not allowed back. That's nuts. Yeah, I knew that, man. Yep. <laughs> Fuck PayPal, dude. Just stay away from that shit. Yeah. Hmm. All right. We were just talking about this. European Union calls for stress tests of critical energy infrastructure. The recent acts of sabotage on the Nord Stream pipeline by the U.S., for those out there who don't know, show the vulnerability of the block, the European Commission says. It intends to work with the EU countries to test the block's key energy infrastructure for unexpected disruptions. EU uh, EC President Ursula von der Leyen said on Monday at a conference in Tallinn, Estonia, she noted that the acts of sabotage against the Russian Nord Stream pipelines have shown how vulnerable the critical infrastructure of the EU is. We need to protect our critical infrastructure. We need to stress test our infrastructure, identify weaknesses, and prepare our responses in case of unexpected outages. And so anybody that doesn't know this, you can go out there and check out the P-8 flight from directly from the United States to over uh, the Black Sea, which refueled mid-air did a loop-de-loop around the Nord Stream pipeline at the same time as the quake, even though the mainstream media is reporting that the seismic activity was before this. It wasn't. It was during that time. The P-8 can utilize a drone launch torpedo to take out something like that. Uh, doesn't mean that the P-8 um, Poseidon was U.S. Navy. It doesn't mean it was U.S. military. It could have easily been clandestinely contracted by an intelligence agency, leased from Boeing. Who knows? But we know it did come from the United States. So put that out there as a disclaimer and people can research that on their own and fact check it go right ahead all right um I, that, that, I, we don't need to do that one china moves to stamp out COVID outbreaks before communist party congress china recorded more than 2,000 COVID cases on money the highest level for a month as officials imposed new lockdowns and restrictions to stop outbreaks from spreading to the capital ahead of the communist party congress now this is interesting because china is still you, you remember like six months ago they were on massive lockdowns yeah. shanghai on lockdown um and they're still getting cases you know what my assessment of this is the globalists are doing shady stuff no um what? that lockdowns don't help hmm. people's health that people need fresh air. People need non-stressful lives and no fear propagated within their lives to have a healthy immune system. Why do people keep getting sick? Because they're locked away next to each other. Their immune systems are immunosuppressed. We already know, jab, jab, jab. They're not getting sun. They're, yeah, the restrictions are what are causing people to get even more sick. That, that's my thoughts in China. Communism doesn't work for that one reason. Totalitarian control. Um, even after millions of COVID vaccine deaths, yes, millions, 49% of Americans still plan to get the flu shot this winter. The corporate controlled media is complaining that not even 50% of America is planning to get vaccinated for the seasonal influenza this year. On the other hand, we're surprised that anybody wants to get jabbed. 
Uh, CNBC has upset that only 49% of adults in the United States are planning to roll up their sleeves for the flu injection this season. Now, this is interesting because Pfizer and Moderna are rushing, uh, running test trials through the FDA on a mRNA flu vaccine. Now, this mm -hmm. becomes a massive problem because we know the downfalls of the COVID vaccine, which this is scientifically studied. This is in the Lancelot. This is in the New York, uh, uh, the New Jersey, New England Journal of Medicine, okay, that the COVID vaccine, the reason that you need the boosters is because the vaccine is made specifically for one variation of COVID genetically. So the spike protein that is developed only encodes for that one strand of COVID, which that's the flu virus as well as the flu virus. There's many variations of this. And typically what they do is they do a best guess scenario every flu season of what flu strand is probably going to be predominant. And they make the flu shots, um, on that. So if they're coming out with an mRNA vaccine pertaining to the flu shot, it's going to be that same thing where you're going to go and get multiple boosters. But here's the thing is your immune system, your body is going to be continuously throughout the year, throughout the rest of your life, producing antigens for that one specific flu strand. Now, some people will say, well, that's fine. I mean, I'll always be protected. No, but you have to understand is that immunosuppresses the rest of your immune system because it's, you know, if your immune system is 100%, and you have 30% of it producing spike proteins and flu antigens and all these other things continuously through mRNA, um, DNA manipulation, then your immune system is 30% suppressed because it's not working to 100% capacity. And that's just an easy way for people to understand this. Now, I'm not a medical professional, but I'm in fucking well studied on this topic. I've been doing this for three years and before I studied biotech in my first few years of college. I've lived with a freaking uh, a biotechnical engineer from graduated MIT with a PhD. My father developed molecular modeling software for pharmaceutical firms, farm firms. I grew up with this shit in my house. Okay. So just saying, be careful. Uh, I don't care about that. <laughs> All right, let's go to this one. Breaking news from the Washington Post. They're reporting that federal agents investigating Hunter Biden say they have gathered, quote, sufficient evidence to charge him with tax and gun purchase crimes. Joining me right now is Washington Post national security reporter Devlin Barrett. So, Devlin, walk us through what we know, what you know. Right. So this investigation was opened in 2018. It's been going on a long time and it's been supervised uh, since the Biden administration began by a holdover U.S. attorney uh, from the Trump administration in Delaware. And what we're told is that agents believe and have believed for a number of months that they have a chargeable case against Hunter Biden. But it's important to remember, charging decisions are not made by agents. Charging decisions are made by prosecutors at the Justice Department. Okay, I'm going to stop it there because this is important. And Trump mentioned this this weekend in the Nevada rally. He said they're bringing up bogus small minor charges on hunter biden why why are they doing that right now pre-election i don't know so think about this in the sense of justification if they're yeah. going to indict a former sitting president wouldn't it have some precedence if they arrested the former president or the current quote-unquote president's son before that happened so they can say that there's no political bias as well we have American first candidates. We have most likely the Republicans are going to win Congress. They have a really good chance of winning the Senate. Either way, that they have control of the House, 
There's going to be investigations into who. Remember, I told you Joe Biden was a liability for the Democrats mm -hmm. after the November 8th election. Why? Because of Hunter Biden and Hunter yes. Biden's business dealings. If they do this right now, that is basically the trade off. So conservatives, when they come in, don't indict him and uh, investigate him when he comes in January because he'll already probably be in jail facing jail time. And so it's basically to lessen the impact on Joe Biden for the liability factor by bringing charges up on him now pre-election, right? Like get the cat out of the bag, let them know what's happening on with Hunter Biden. That way when, you know, the Republicans do win and they start talking about Hunter Biden, it's not a big surprise because we're going to say, oh, they, we already investigated that and Trump prosecutor, right? You understand how they mitigate hmm. this, uh, this severity by doing this. And so this is a smear campaign on Hunter Biden pre-election done by the Democrats specifically to basically lessen the effect after the election when the Republicans come into the House and they begin investigating Hunter Biden, they can go back and say, yeah, we already did all this. You remember all the prosecutor stuff and the Trump holdover before the election? Yeah, we already knew all this. It's not a story. That's what's going on. And so it's important to see this in the sense of optics and how these optics are being played. Fake Man, news, clever. Fake news. Um, Army releases plan to address immediate and serious threat of climate change. This is a sick. This is sick, dude. <laughs> We're on the brink of nuclear war, and the army saying, "You know, our number one enemy out there right now is climate change." Really, um, climate hysteria has infected the United States Army last week. Fighting Force released the Army Climate Strategy (ACS), a 50-page document detailing its plan on how to adapt to a adapt to and mitigate a so-called climate change so that today's soldiers are better able to train, deploy, fight, and win the nation's wars while reducing the force's overall GHG emissions. The new plan was signed by Rachel Jacobson, Assistant Secretary of the Army Installations, Energy, and Environment, and Acting Deputy Chief of Staff Daniel Klipstein. It was initiated by President Joe Biden, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. The new U.S. Army climate plan describes the world's current climate situation in a dire manner. Climate change threatens army emissions, infrastructure, and people. Measurable and sustained increase in average global temperatures since 1818 has already caused significant degradation in environments around the world as evidenced by shrinking polar ice caps and glaciers, rising sea levels, saltwater intrusion into coastal areas, changes in rainfall patterns, and more frequent extreme weather patterns. All of which, that whole phrase right there, was bullshit. Bullshit. So we have sinking yeah. ice caps, okay, and then we have Freezing ice caps. This happens all the time. Um, we have atmospheric carbon dioxide, which has basically increased milch, none. We have surface level carbon dioxide, which has increased dramatically. And this comes through over 122 survey points, of which they only use 83 of those survey points, primarily centered in major metropolitan cities. And then they say that carbon dioxide is on the rise and this brings about global warming. Well, surface level carbon dioxide does not equate to global warming. That is atmospheric carbon dioxide. But people wouldn't know this unless they went out there and studied science or they went out there and studied climate change. I'm just yeah. fucking nerd. But when we start talking about significant degradation in the environments around the world, not necessarily true. Um, well, you know, deforestation is one of the significant impacts. You know, these massive corporations going out there and mining for 
minerals and metals and so forth and displacing millions of cubic tons of soil that hurts environments especially ecosystems you know taking it down to the trees that hurts ecosystems polluting by corporations and manufacturing plants that massively hurts it you know all these uh these chlorofluorocarbons and these toxofluorides that are going to the atmosphere that hurts the climate i'm all about stopping that shit Okay, I'm right there in the front line hugging a tree and telling you to stop that shit. But nobody is. They're saying carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide is a natural occurring gas on this planet. It's a food that anything that is green and uses chlorophyll utilizes to produce oxygen. If you want to reduce carbon dioxide within the metropolitan areas that have an excess of it, which you believe is causing global warming, plant more fucking trees. Have Make it mandatory for every damn home and house and apartment and condo, everybody out there to have a damn garden. Done. Guess what? It goes away. But they don't want to do that because they want to implement a whole freaking rain of new taxes on the people because of the air they fucking breathe or because of whatever, you know, exhaust is coming out of their tailpipe. They want to get rid of cars because you remember Klaus Schwab said, you will own nothing and you will like it. Okay? <coughs> it hurts when I do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. L let's, uh, yeah, and hemp. There we go. Hemp. Hemp saves the fucking world. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's jump into this. This is, uh, I got to make this in 14 minutes. Okay, large explosion destroys part of key bridge linking Russia to Crimea. This is a, actually a very critical bridge because this is one of the primary bridges uh, that connects Russia to the basically forward staging area for the Ukrainian war. They're and, repairing it now. And, and yeah, there's already roadways already back open. The railroad range is being repaired. But this was a VBID, basically a vehicle um, um, IED, vehicle-borne IED. Um, Ukraine has already came out and said, yep, it was us. We did it. Um, so we got this right here. Senior Ukrainian official confirms uh, Ukraine orchestrated truck bomb attack on Crimean Bridge. Okay, the blast from the... So this is interesting because I, I wonder if it's in here. Um Russia with attitude. The driver of the truck exploded. The Crimea Bridge received an order to transfer fertilizer via the internet, a source in law enforcement. So they set this guy up. He didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, he may not have known. I've heard speculation it could have been a missile or it could have been an underwater attack as well. No. But, we, we, nope. So to give everybody an idea, and I don't mean to shut you down like that. No, I'm just, so, I'm just saying. So hear your feedback. Yep. Yeah, so this weekend, I called one of my friends. <clears throat> And he got in contact with somebody else who is active duty military, who's an officer, and who's a targeteer. So what they do for a living is literally launch freaking ordinance and kill things. Okay? Yeah. Um, I can't give any more specifics on this person, but they are called in throughout the military. When there's a detonation mm. or a blast or an explosive used, they come in to determine what caused it. That's okay. who this person is in the military. Okay? And they came out and said, this was a truck bomb. 100%. Same one that was used on the Oklahoma City bombing. Fertilizer. Hillary gave them her plans? Yep. Hillary gave them their plans. Whoa. And so this was interesting because right after this happened, uh, and it's not up here, Ukraine's primary um, Twitter account came out and said, uh, uh, the sinking of the flag Russian flagship Moskva, now their cherished uh, Crimean bridge. What do you got, Russia? They taunted Russia right after they did this. Okay? So yeah. what happens? <laughs> Russia unleashes a barrage of fucking missiles. 
just decimating over 76 targets throughout all of Ukraine with precision strike. And the mainstream media is like, they're hitting children in schools. No, that is media optics because what happens is it's Ukraine, the Asbov, the Nazis in Ukraine, they hide defense depots under schools and public centers. Why? Because it makes a harder target. Why wouldn't they? Okay, that's what that, that's what the Nazis did. So Russia strategically struck all of these sites massively, and Men, uh, Mendelevs came out and said, "This is only the first round. There's more coming." Okay, now this weekend we saw Russia moving its nuclear arsenal into Moscow. Yeah. Okay. Um, we had the German data pipeline to the the train. I think I got that here somewhere. Um, and I'll show some here. Hold on, I want to get near U.S. Uh, Russia alerts international. Um, Biden Biden wants to send a missile defense system to to the Ukraine. Because yeah, I of got that. Attacks. Okay, so we're going to bring this up. Uh, we got this one. Sabotage causes major train disruption in northern Germany. Critical communication cables were cut at two sites. Transport Minister Wissing said. Now, out of those targets that Russia struck in Kiev. Do you want to know what the most important target was that the media is downplaying that nobody is really saying anything about? The energy. Energy? Well, we, we got the energy one. For, for people out there, you can watch this one. This is a video of the strike on the central thermal power plant in Kiev. Right there. Precision mission strike. Taking out their energy infrastructure. Okay. Actually, it was the German consulate in Kiev. Russia yeah. shot a missile at the German consulate in Ukraine. Did they take credit for that? Oh yeah. Okay, because I was they, I was speculative because I don't know. You know, they say they did this, they did nope. that. It turns out not to be. I don't. Know. They so came out and said and specifically precision strikes on all of our targets, which means that any missile that hit a target was a precision strike. Now, just this weekend, right after the bridge was destroyed. Two data cables shutting down all rail services in Germany happened. Sabotage is what they're calling it. Who did that? Russia. Why? The 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 Nordstrom one and two pipeline. Who do they feed? Germany. Okay. Who? So there's a few parallels here. Okay, let me get into this. I know this is confusing. Biden promises Zelensky advanced air defense system for Ukraine. This is not good for the United States because. Putin is not going to like this. He's most likely going to bomb the shit out of that. CIA, U.S. Special Ops, heavy in Ukraine. We already knew this. We've already seen a lot of them be captured. A few of them already killed. Um, it's sad. I wish that they never had to go over there. Russia alerts international rights group over mass grave video. Russian Human Rights Council has called for an international probe into a gruesome video shared by Ukrainian neo-Nazis of a mass grave. For anybody who else doubts it, you can find this on RT.com. Russia has alerted several international human rights organizations about a disturbing video purportedly showing dead civilians thrown into a mass grave in Ukraine. The President's Council on Civil Society and Human Rights said on Monday the video was shared by a Ukrainian neo-Nazi militant who, however, blamed Russian troops for the apparent massacre, just like they did in Mariupol. In Mariupol, basically, for everybody out there who thinks that Russia went out there and slaughtered those hundreds of people in Mariupol, here's what I want to show you. Well, I don't actually have it, but you can go back to our episodes. Is 
The people in Maripol who were slaughtered were wearing green wristbands and carrying green bags. Those were given to them by Russian soldiers as if they were cleared to evacuate the area to Russia. That means that Russian soldiers came in, they gave them a green wristband and said, okay, you can evacuate now to Russia. Here is a supply bag, an emergency bag of food and these types of things. The video that we have posted an hour before the massacre shows the Azov neo-Nazi battalions going in there and pulling these same people, green armbands, out of their car and beating the piss out of them. An hour later, the same Azov soldiers say the Russians did it. Same thing's happening here. Mass grave. Now, Russia has came out there. Putin, for 14 years, has been talking about the genocide that has been going on in the Donbass and Lutesk and these eastern regions of Ukraine, of which they are trying to annex away, of which those people in those regions have already voted and said, we don't want to be a part of Ukraine anymore. We want to be a part of Russia. Russia's already approved its constitution. And yeah. any occupation of Ukrainian forces in those regions is a violation of international law. And they fucked the Minsk agreement, fucked all these other agreements. They no longer play a role because... Ukraine did not protect those citizens. They were producing genocide on them, genetically targeted bioweapons out of the 28 U.S. bio labs run through the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, operated by Black and Vich, a German company, by Metabiotic, and actually administered by Germany. And we actually have that right here. I mean, Pentagon-funded Ukraine bio labs. Germany studied how to spread the bioweapons into a pandemic. Also, support for Ukraine in challenging times. Germany is one of the most staunch supporters of Ukraine right now and everything that is going on in Ukraine. You have to understand that when you look at a map of Europe, okay, in the sense of strategic planning for Moscow, we have Belarus, which is under orders right now to basically people for evacuate and get out. I thought I had this up there. For people to evacuate and begin getting out. Belarus right now, Ukraine is most likely going to strike that. We have Poland right here, NATO nation, then Germany right here, NATO nation. Two of the strongest NATO nations in Europe are right there next to each other. Germany has been basically feeding munitions, weapons, all types of stuff directly through Poland into Ukraine. And this is a forward staging ground for NATO, as well as the most forward NATO uh, staging station for the United States military. So there's prime reasons why they're targeting Germany specifically. Also, we believe that Germany is the rise of the Fourth Reich. What's going on there? Uh, Poland advises citizens to leave Belarus. Um, we know that cyber attacks force over a dozen U.S. airport websites offline. This could have been either a false flag event. This could be Russian. Russian hackers have came forth and basically said that it was them. Okay, we will see. But right now, we are in the preparation for war. And tomorrow, the Dyshenko trial starts with John Durham. So we're going to pay close attention to that. Um, you know, listen, guys, there's a lot of stuff happening right now. I know this is a crazy time to be alive, but we got to believe that, uh, you know, we have faith that good people are going to do thing good things and that people are in the top spots and they know what they're doing. Um, I'm going to go over to the Battle of the Streams. Karen Harris 7 gets a cookie. Got to see what Josh has to say here. Thank you, Karen Hare. Thank you for the two cookies. Left Maryland, $1. Love Rumble. Thank you so much, Left Maryland. Karen Hare gifted a cookie with a fire, a prayer, a heart, American flag, number one, and on fire. Thank you so much, Karen Hare. Daisy <laughs> Chains gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Daisy Chains. Patriot Bird donated 517 gold pills. We demand proof of life of, on Kevin. Is Kevin okay? Kevin's great. Yeah, he's, okay. not allowed in, he's not allowed to the studio until next year. Ah, gotcha. So Patriot Bird, we'll get you that proof. We'll we'll post a, a meme picture. Uh, Vader369 gives us some shades. Great work. Thank you so much, Vader369. Patriot Bird gifted a cookie. Right meow. I know, right meow. 
Me, Brenda, donated one Ninja Guinea. Thank you so much. Me, Brenda, sending love from Australia. Thank you so much. And LED donated three ice cream. Thank you guys all for the great donations. You guys are absolutely phenomenal. We love you. Uh, don't, don't forget tomorrow we have our live Q&A after the show. That is only accessible through socialredpill.com. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. You guys have a fantastic day. And, and trust me, we're following this very closely of everything that's going on. There's a lot of shit happening financially. Most likely, we're going to have whatever conflict is happening in the Euro nations right now. It's going to prompt an economic collapse. I think that that's what's going to happen. We thought it may have been China and Taiwan, and, and that's still a possibility because we knew China said with the leaked audio that that potentially could happen before November. So we have to understand that this could be this could transition real freaking fast here. Okay, so. Uh, I hope all of you guys have a fantastic night and evening. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are. If you are not, head on over to redpills.tv. Subscribe over there. Keep up to date on everything that's going on. And I think I'm right about John Durham. We'll see. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. Have a great night. See you tomorrow.